0: Welcome to Parenting Decoded, a podcast for practical approaches to parenting. I'm Mary Eshin. Do you have a kid who's always seeking attention? They're pulling on you saying, mommy, mommy, watch me. Or maybe they try to one-up anyone just to make themselves look bigger or better than others. Maybe they'll even make things up to do that. I've been working with a few parents lately who are at their wits end with this annoying attention-seeking behavior. No matter how much attention they give that child, the child wants more and more and more. Sometimes it's bad enough that other siblings are getting annoyed at how the offending child just keeps butting in and trying to take over to use up all the air in the room. What's up with all that? My first guess is that the need for attention is real. They are seeking love, support, and care. But there are three possible contributing factors. The first might be that they suffer from low self-esteem, so they make up wild stories or try to outdo others around them just to show off and get attention. One friend's son, after hearing his older sister saw a bird out the window, immediately added that he saw two birds. The next might be that they lack a sense of belonging. They just don't know how to fit in, so they try different behaviors that they think might work. They might get really loud or physical, like poking their friends with sticks, or maybe showing off their Pokemon cards to other kids, thinking that'll make them look cool. Lastly, sometimes they're just immature and they don't know how or when they cross a boundary of inappropriate behavior. I just did a podcast about complex kids who have ADHD, Asperger's, and other issues, and learned that kids with those issues are often three to five years behind in terms of maturity, which throws off our parental expectations when we see them interacting with other kids in immature ways who are the same age. I do have to admit that all three of these things can be present at the same time. Low self-esteem, lack of a sense of belonging, and immaturity, which can really crank things up in your home. If you have an annoying kid, my heart goes out to you. However, there's plenty of positive things you can do, so don't lose hope. When our kids are annoying, we often want to walk the other way, to not deal with the behavior. (laughs) We let them keep interrupting, butting into our conversations, doing one-upmanship time and again. However, if you ignore the behaviors and the needs, it can backfire, leading to negative behaviors instead and not just getting louder or their stories getting more outrageous, but where they start hitting or outright lying or being verbally abusive to you or their friends. Yikes, that is not what we want. But you're exhausted and stressed. How do you take steps to deal with this everyday issue in your house? Here are some ideas about what to do. Notice them next thing is to remain calm. Sometimes the behaviors hit our hot buttons because they are loud and obnoxious. We need to not react negatively. Reframe this as an opportunity to learn new behaviors. I know it's not easy, but you really need to move toward this being something you both have the opportunity to learn from. It's part of promoting a growth mindset. Next, provide them with a scheduled fixed amount of time that is just for them. The longer and more regular, the better. This would be what I call special time, where the child gets to determine the activity they will do with you, like whether it's playing Legos or Barbies or run through sprinklers or go to the park. I'd be specific about when and where so that they can count on the time with you, For one family, the mom had 15 minutes after school for each of her sons. For another, it was once a month, an afternoon with just dad or just mom, and they rotated kids and called them events dates. Statistics actually say that the average American parent spends just seven minutes a week with their children. Yikes, that is so sad. Let's do better than the average. Next, I want you to use empathy if they beg for extra attention. Something like, I know you'd really like some time with mommy right now. It's hard to wait, isn't it? I can't wait till Saturday when we can play together and have our date. Next, use praise for any improvements at all. This would be for incremental progress, not big major things. Wow, I noticed you allowed your sister to talk first at dinner tonight. or. Thanks for using your inside voice. I could tell you were really trying. Just little things. Praise them for that. Next, provide the child with special responsibilities and leadership to build self-confidence. Maybe let them pick out what you have for dinner every Monday night. Maybe they're responsible for setting up an event for your family like Friday night game night. They pick out the game, set up the pieces, pick out the snacks. One mom who cooks rice every night let her nine year old own making the rice each day. He felt so empowered. Now, the next one's super crucial. Take time to talk about what attention is appropriate. Use role playing or drama to help them understand how other people might react. If they were one upping their sister in our bird example before, you need to, after the incident is over, Talk about ideas of what else they could have said. Brainstorm with them after talking to them about how it might make them feel if someone did that to them. A good way of thinking about this would be a three-step process. First, show empathy, like I can see how you might have wanted to have said that you saw birds. You're going to verbalize what occurred, telling the bird incident again, and then you're going to help your child come up with more productive and effective ways to get attention. Last, we want to be patient on learning all this attention seeking that they've learned over the time that they're getting from us. It's going to take time. So you want to be patient. Here's a final idea to help make this process a bit more fun for everyone involved. Set up a nonverbal cue. I love them. If your child is always dominating the conversation and needs to learn to let others have a turn, have a brief family meeting with just you and them to brainstorm some signals you can use when the behavior is happening. You need to think of the signal together so that your child feels part of the process. Don't just decide it for them, making this brainstorming way more fun. Maybe you decide to tug on your ear. Maybe it's a little stuffed animal or a set of them that sits on the table, and you pass that to them when you'd like them to let others talk. It should be something special and subtle. You might even change the signal each week to keep things fresh. One mom whose son had a problem with getting too rambunctious at their cousin's house brainstormed ahead of an upcoming visit. They chose a special bear that they'd put in her son's backpack. If he started to get too ramped up, she would just lovingly get the bear out of the backpack, and give it to him. She didn't need to say anything. It worked wonders. They get to pick out which signal they take now each time they go. But you know what? Things are getting so that they don't need it. It's been helping him see when things are getting out of control all on his own. Yay, mom. Yay, son. I want to continue to encourage all of you who have kids who might have annoying behaviors to think about some of these ideas. It really can be a growth process for all of you. And if you need help and encouragement, feel free to contact me anytime. My mission is to help parents feel supported and encouraged. So send me an email to mary@parentingdecoded.com, or go to my Facebook page. I have a Facebook page called Parenting Decoded 2021. I would love to hear from you. Lastly, I'd love it if any of you have a minute that you could rate this podcast and maybe even write a review. It would be really, really helpful and encouraging to me. Take care and be safe. Have a blessed rest of your day.